Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, we're going live. Oh, we're going live. Yeah, you probably heard that. <laughs> I think we are live. <laughs> hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Swing from the Hip. So tonight we are joined back by our original host, and we've got Paul there as well. Um, I think the plan is to talk about England and Sri Lanka. Uh, maybe have a quick recap on India and Australia. And um, maybe we'll cover off a bit of Super Smash. Um, and obviously, well, I think the other we've got the other big test series that will be starting in Pakistan, isn't it? Pakistan, uh, South Africa, and Pakistan. So I, I haven't been able to catch up too much on that, but we'll see what happens. So we'll bring in. Shall we bring in everyone else? Um, well, we'll just leave it out there. Clearly, you've been down the pub and haven't got a clue what's going on. Um, but anyway, look. Nah, got yeah, yeah, the, Monday nights are great at the pub. They're half-priced drinks. <laughs> oh, they haven't got any graphics thing, my whiteboard. Perhaps I'm, I'm, I'm just um, written on. So, yeah, yeah, Super Smash at the top there. Sri Lanka versus England. Um, Australia, India, which is perhaps only a bit darker. And ODIs, because there's been some ODI action as well. So, look at that. I say so we're going. About so organised, Paul. You're doing well. <laughs> I'll bring in Ashwin now as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting my whiteboard. Yeah, we'll show it's you. White. It's got... blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now, not wanting to stir anything up, but you know, are we around, are we allowed to use the term whiteboard? Oh, it's, it's, it's a board, okay? It's a board. <laughs> a, a temporary, temporary writing board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a blackboard, and I'm not using chalk because it's not black. It's white. Okay? Oh, oh dear. Sorry, sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry out there. I think we should. Um, I reckon we should start off with um, just quickly recapping the India and Australia Test match, and then we can move on from there. What do you reckon, guys? Absolutely. I'm. I'm, yep. I'm waiting to see what uh, um, Ashwin's in-depth analysis of this as he as he watched every second of, of the, uh, every ball. So Ashwin. <laughs> Um, take us, take us away, please. Well, that's that's why I haven't been um, on the show for nearly two months now, I think, or maybe even more than two months, because I've just been absolutely ensconced in front of my TV screen or monitor because lots of things are streamed these days and watching cricket and just taking down copious amounts of notes. Unfortunately, 
Um, I had a hard drive crash on my my one B five, and um, I've lost all my notes. You oh, mean the dog ate your homework? The dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia took my book and scribbled in it. <laughs> No, I'm looking oh. forward to yeah, like yeah. It's just like it's been um, it's been a bit frustrating the last couple of months and not being able to get on and talk cricket. So, um, looking forward to getting back involved and um, seeing what everybody has to say. Hello, you know, I think we're not, at the end of the last show. We said, look, that, that fourth, the, the fifth day, wasn't it? It was I think one more day to go. Yeah. Was the day to watch, and that we we yeah. said we said India would go for it. Um, they wouldn't try and bat out for the for the draw as we saw they did in the, in the, fourth, the third test as well. Um, and boy, oh boy, did they go for it. Oh, man, did they? Yep. I mean, I think I messaged you during the day, Paul, that we um, we had it on in our boardroom in the office. You know, this this is, you know, it wasn't just the fifth day of any test match, wasn't it? It, it turned into a, a sporting event, really. You know, if you were a sports fan, you had to actually, you know, it didn't matter if you don't understand the sport or not, but you actually had to tune in. So, you know, it was enthralling. I mean, put it this way, to a test match lover like me, it was just pure heaven, you know. Um, and to be honest with you, I while I was at work, yeah, I was semi-following it. I had quick info going and we had it on the board in the boardroom. But, <laughs> you know, even getting into that second, you know, you had the first session, the second session, you know, after you learn after lunch and that, and you, they went to the tea break. It was like, oh, they're getting close. Is this, you know, are they are they going to, is it going to happen? Are they going to go for it? You know, uh, and that. And then I came home and I think um, some Camille had it on there and, you know, it came to six o'clock and Grandma wanted the channel change to the news and we were like, nah, not happening, Grand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, was a, and there was a few eruptions, but... <laughs> Let's just recap briefly. So, going into that final day, uh, India were in their second innings. Um, they were uh, currently at some uh, four for no, for no loss of one yeah. and a half over. Um, so, look, they had all ten wickets in hand heading into that. They needed um, a further three hundred and twenty odd runs to um, uh, to win the game. Um, they lost uh, they lost Sharma um, pretty early on. So, the Cummings made the breakthrough, but then yeah. all that did was bring um, Pajara in, who scored 56 of 211 balls, strike rate of 26.54. I mean, seriously, um, slow batting, but he held at one end. Around him, you know, it wasn't about the strike rate with Pajara. It was Pajara staying there and obviously trying to score runs, but then the rest of the team, you know, that the stroke makers, the playmakers coming in and batting around him and and making things happen, you know, it was there was a team effort going into it. Okay, Jacinda, <laughs> um, the team effort going into it, you know, mould around this guy. And I mean, yeah, we had the stars, you know, make their big scores like um, Pant. You know, obviously who batted at the end and scored his Pant Pant uh, eighty nine not out. <laughs> um, but you know, we had um, Shubham Gill do his thing, Jinka Rahani come in, the captain, and do his bit. But, you know, you've got to take your hat off to Pajara. What, you got hit, was it 12 times, you know, and concussion tear, hit in the head, hit on the body, you know, 
basically, I think I um, I heard someone say that there was an interview done with him, and they said, look, there was there was a crack in the wicket there, and Cummings was coming in, it's just hitting that crack, and you didn't, you know, didn't know which way the ball was going to go up, down, where, and his he made a mental, he made a decision that he'd wear it, and he wore it, <laughs> you know, gee. He'd, he'd want to see that bot after he took that shirt off. That would be black and blue, green and gold, <laughs> bruising all over. Right? Not as much yeah, green and gold, gold bruising yeah. as on the Aussies. But well, she had Gil Rahane. Gil with ninety is ninety one. Rahane yeah. with twenty four off twenty two balls, and and Pant with Pajara. It looked definitely on. When they lost Pajara though, at uh, four for two hundred and twenty eight, it's still a hundred odd runs, hundred runs short. Um, and suddenly there's a gap. Not only that, but um, um, Agarwal goes goes pretty goes goes cheaply for nine pretty soon afterwards. Uh, yeah. And that, that second new ball, or for the yeah, the second new ball really uh, was what Rick uh, could have gave Australia some hope, didn't it? Yeah, it, it it did. But you could also see if you're watching, you got you know the old Cummins engine was starting to run out of steam. Oh. The diesel Cummins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul doesn't yeah. know what a Cummins is. No. Uh, Cummins make anyway. diesel engines. Yeah. So Basically, niche, power um, most. Not only are we, a, are we a niche cricket show, now we've gone for cricket fans who know what Cummins engines are. Uh, <laughs> we're really narrowing down. On our, it could our, be a new show. It's about education, Paul. It's about education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, look, it got didn't it? It was getting closer and closer. And I think you were doing the um the driving mall show, weren't you, Paul, with the old, the old baby? And you know, I was messaging through each run, each wicket, and you know, it's like I'm watching, I'm watching, getting nervous as she's what's happening. You know, and then you had old young Washington, <laughs> Washington. Washington Shumar came in. I love that name. What a name. You know, and he, they, the youthful, youthfulness, the brashness, he came in and he started swinging away there. And yeah, he got away with a few lucky ones and that, but he's, the Aussies were just sort of falling apart at this stage, basically, didn't they? They didn't know what to do. They, they were like, you know, and you can, and in the in the commentary box, it was just beautiful because they were losing it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you have to say it was a bit bizarre in terms of. I mean, like obviously, there's been some comment on Tim Payne in other regards of his behaviour around the last two Test matches in particular. But as far as playing captaincy goes, he was um, devoid of ideas. And when you've got your likes of a Warner and Smith out there, they were of no use either because. They didn't go for full-out attack, and they didn't go out for full-out defence. They basically did nothing. And um, and that played into India's hands in the way that they managed the whole day. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to say India's game management on that final day was just much better. You know, much better. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, the management and the guys had put in the work, and you just saw it and, you know... Well, well, we've seen we've seen previously. Just I mean, just to sort of like to give a bit of context around the the game itself and 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 the scenario. It's Test match cricket, and we we talked about it at at one of our gatherings and the fact that, um, you know, 
in the past, what you would do is that, okay, you're going to now lose the game. So what do you do? You bowl wide of off stump. You um, have all your fielders on the boundary. It's a bit negative tactic, but it's a way to ensure you don't lose the game. Australia didn't do that. And then it's like Australia weren't trying to catch. We're never going to get the wickets because they had a spread field, which is sort of defensive, but not totally defensive. So they weren't going to get the wickets and they weren't going to stop the runs happening, especially the way that uh, Washington and Pant were um, batting. Yeah. Please excuse our um, Indian uh, pronunciations. Yeah. We're, not very, we're not very good Indians. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hear me. Anyway, um, well, moving quickly on from that. Yeah, I mean, what Washington did you say? 2012-29 is uh, yeah, um, on debut. Uh, mm. didn't let didn't let the occasion occasion overall 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 him well done um Thakur comes in um and uh, by this stage look it's it's really um they're really kind of there but there was a uh, losing him suddenly and you're going like oh hang on, we only need like um 20 more runs right. and we've suddenly we've yeah. lost two wickets oops we've got um Sayani in uh, and after him a couple of rabbits to be honest it it's uh it was it was very unlikely for Australia, but but hey, there was this little glimmer there that hey, it, it could have, if especially thinking back to the first Test match where they were, where where they really did collapse, there was yeah there was a chink there, but in, yeah, India showed that uh, it, it brought it home nicely and uh, well done to um, to Pants uh, um, making sure they got there. Yeah, yeah. What, what yeah, can go. you say? It's, it's just youthful exuberance, isn't it? And, in that in that team you just go through that indian team that played that day you know in that test match and there i think there's there would have there's probably about eight regular players out you know the bowling attack was was completely different you know inexperienced um and then you had a couple of one guy making a debut, the other guy's an experience coming through and scoring runs, you know, from top to bottom. And they just put in a wholehearted team effort in there. And yeah, don't all that clean There's a lot, lot, of, lot of screwed up faces there. I'm not sure what's happening. We're just trying to, trying to figure out what's clicking on your desk. Oh, that's the computer. I might need Jim, and Jim to come do a tag and test on it. <laughs> Make sure it's all safe. Get it tested yeah, and tagged. Yeah, Jim, yeah, need yeah. it done, Jim's the one. Hey, um, yeah. the other thing I just That's wanted to say about bus, it, don't worry. <laughs> if, if you if you go back, um, you know, you, you go back a few years. I mean, quite a few years now, but you you understand where I'm coming from. Is that you go back a few years and you look at that last day of that test match and dollars to donuts. Everybody's going to say, oh, Australia. I'm um, sorry, India's um. Um, pull, pulled up stumps and they've put down the anchor and they're just going to see the game out. It's only because of the current or, or sort of the more um, recent times of how T20s work. And you say, oh, look, if they can leave it to about 150 in that last session with the number of tweets, that's eminently doable if they've got wickets in the bank. And yeah. that's what they played for. That's what they had. And basically, it was a T20 equation in that last innings. That's why it makes it really weird that Australia didn't also go to T20 methodology in that final session to try and see that game out or at least get a draw out of it. Yeah. So, uh, interesting, yeah, captaincy issues uh, for, um, for Australia. Uh, something we've not seen from India for a while, well, 
or three, you, they're, they're not known for is basically the team effort um, that, 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 that's brought them through this series as well, uh, which is um, a real good sign for India going forwards. Um, and uh, yeah, they were one and two in the uh, chess championship going into this. Um, and uh, obviously with, um, and therefore people in New Zealand being very, very aware of what, uh, following what, what was going on. Uh, from now on, I think was in India play England in a uh, in a yes. test series next. Yep, yep, yeah. Um, that shouldn't be pretty too pretty far off. Um, that series starting, or well, obviously England and Sri Lanka at the moment. But I'm guessing they'll be straight on a plane and over to India. Um, yeah, because um, Ben Stokes has um, basically just landed in India, so um, yeah, yeah. Well, so obviously the rest of the team won't be too far behind him from from Sri Lanka. Yeah. So, that, so so let's move on then to that. Uh, um, the uh, the England Sri Lanka series and uh, England won the uh, first um, one uh, or the first test um, comfortably. The second test now is 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 underway. <coughs> um, really strange one for me. This one here um, in Sri Lanka's first innings, you either had people getting pretty much half centuries or more, or getting out for less than ten. Um, only um, like there was a forty three in there, but there was no, no one scored anything in the teens, the twenties, or the thirties. You either got a good score or you didn't get anything. Which was was was, was um, interesting as they got their 381. Um, James Anderson back into the Test match. The side missed the first Test, um, and this is part of England's now depth in their bowling attack. They can rotate players, uh, and he took six wickets there with Mark Wood picking up three as well. Uh, top scoring there was um, Angelo Matthews uh, with 110. Um, England then pretty much like the first first Test match. Saved by Joe Root. Um, again, you either got went big or you went for little. Well, actually, pretty much everyone went for little, to be honest with you. Um, Joe Root, 186. Um, Josh Butler, the wicketkeeper, got 55. The next best score um, was like 32 from Don Best, the, the all-rounder, the bowling all-rounder, to be honest, um, at the end there. But with, again, um, six players uh, finishing with um, single-figures scores. I mean, Wow, this is there's some. Um, it's a really interesting wicket, isn't it? Well, it's, it's absolutely uh, interesting because um, I don't know uh, if you've got the scoreboard up there at the moment, Paul. But it's um, yeah, it, it's very interesting times in the game now too because uh, basically, I, I, I suppose racing ahead, Sri Lanka are just basically collapsed in a heap, and um, unless there's a massive, uh, if the pitches unless the pitches deteriorated something alarmingly. Um, it looks like uh, England's going to have something like about 100 runs to chase to to see out the series. Yeah, I think we've got Sri Lanka leads by 107 at the moment and yep. they're into session two of day four. And we've got a couple of the down to the bowlers batting. Yeah, well, they just lost a wicket. As Paul was talking, they lost another wicket, so they're 70 for seven. Yep. Oh, okay. Mine's not up to date. By the time Paul finishes talking, they might be all out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as the batsmen that are in are the are number seven um, and uh, number nine. So I mean, we, we really are down the yep. down. The it's not like yep. there's a, a recognised batsman who can then shepherd the strike um, and uh, try and do something. Yeah, you know, this really is a um, yeah. Top score so far is Pereira at the top of the innings, the opening with fourteen. Um, <laughs> which yeah, is, uh, yeah. It does look like a bit of mindful. Interestingly enough, James Anderson zero wickets. Yeah, so you got Dom Dom Bess and is it Jack Leach, the Two basically spinners. a take from the week. Spinners, both spinners, aren't they? 
Dom. That's why it could make it. So it could make it interesting. That's what I was sort of saying. This is like yeah. it, we don't know what the pitch condition is like. If the spinners are really sort of ripping into them, Sri Lanka, you never know. Um, a hundred runs could be a tricky target for England to chase in that last innings. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so the, the, to give people an idea, the bowling. James Anderson and um, Sam Curran opened the bowling and bowled two overs each before getting <laughs> taken off, and the two spinners were brought on. So yes, the first four overs. Were <laughs> And then, then, then it was like, boys, you've done your job now. Off you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> bring in the, the tour of India, boys. India, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it does. But this, you know, like the the, the um, England picking the, this test series up throws them into the World Test Championship um, uh, mix. Um, they do have an outside chance. It's a very difficult outside chance because next up they've got to go beat England something like three um, nil to have a shot at it. India, sorry, India three uh, nil um, to have a shot at it. So, but throwing them in the mix in India, in India, in India, yeah, yeah. But hey, look with Dom Bess and Jack Leach performing like that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, those Indians are pretty susceptible to spin in their own country, country. Uh, yeah, in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, they struggle against that spin stuff. <laughs> After uh, coming off those bouncy pitches in Australia, fast bouncy pitches. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, one um, of the things is how many how many of that final test side that played that final test against Australia will actually play the test against England? Um, they're going to bring in an extra spinner at least. Uh, you know, Coley will come back in as captain. So yeah, that's the, the um, quite a few of those players actually won't. Well, whilst you say, oh, they're coming off the coming off bouncy wickets, quite a few of those guys won't have actually been there experiencing those bouncing wickets they'll, they'll have been in india um practicing on in, in, indian wickets what, so you're I think... waiting for the kids to turn up well yes <laughs> 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 yeah 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 pajara might be lost playing uh you know at home in india on his spinning wickets he's not going to get hurt he doesn't know what to do if he doesn't what to do hurt. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you mean to hit me? Come on. <laughs> the interesting factor here is the fact is that Australia now has to play South Africa. They have to play yeah. South Africa. But is there going to be are they going to be able to hold the games in South Africa? Will the games go ahead? I'm not sure what the scenario is. I mean, we know the um the the tour uh, England's tour to South Africa was called off. Sri Lanka's one went ahead. Um, and they played, from my recollection, they did actually play the full tour. Um, yeah. But the interesting thing is when England's tour to South Africa was called off after, I think, one or two one-dayers were played, the, the situations got worse. How they got Sri Lanka's series through, I don't know. But, yeah, it's gotten worse. So it's going to be an interesting thing. Yeah. Australia will be desperate to go there because they have to play. I think, you know, look, Australia, we're coming. We don't care. We're going to play. If you don't want to play, that's up to you. But we're going to be at the ground waiting for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, generally, <laughs> the attitude. If you, don't, if you don't cross the ground pitch line, you lose your points. Hang on. One at a time, people. One at a time. Sorry. sorry. come down to the government. If the South African government lets them come in, then look, they're going to buy a bubble. They're going to stay in two hotels next to a ground and play all in one ground if they've got any sense. They're not going to. They're not going to go around different grounds. They'll do what England did um, when uh, I think it was Pakistan and the West Indies went over there. Yeah, where they but, chose a ground, I, I look, the hotel part of the part of the um, actual ground, 
and said, right, guys, you're just going to stay in here. And Joffre Archer went and visited some people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but England's um, series against South Africa in South Africa was supposed to be played along those lines where there was basically supposed to stay in their bubble. And I think even some England players tested positive for COVID, was it, I think? No, I think yeah. some of the staff did, and I think one of oh, the staff, okay, and one of the uh, and uh, also one of the um, South Africans did, but then it came back as a false positive or something. Oh, okay. And, and then basically, the England players had things like big bash league, uh, big bash league, and um, IPL contracts on the line. If they got caught, they caught COVID, they'd lose those, and they said, "Well, basically, <laughs> forget it. We're not playing." <laughs> Um, we're out of here. Uh, whereas the uh, English cricket board and the South African cricket board and all the South African players are like, well, let's play. And the England players are like, no, um, I'm, not. Line. Um, I'm out of here. So, yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So the Australian players aren't going to say that. The Australian cricket board ain't going to say that because they want the points to play in mm. the Test Championship. So, as I said before, come hell or high water, Australia will go, we're playing. Up to you. It's in yeah, South Africa. If you don't want to play, then you don't walk onto the field. Then you would get a DNF, and we take the points and go home. You know, our boat hasn't tipped over. Question is, look, looking at the situation in the UK, which is in total well, as lockdownish as they get. It's not lockdown in the way that we remember, we remember lockdown. Um, but um, the uh, with them in lockdown, will they even be able to host that final at Lords anyway? Uh, so we will have to wait and see about that. Yeah, it might have to be at Mount Monganui. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bay Oval. Bay Oval. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. I think for I think for the Test Championship, you might be able to put a bigger a bigger ground than that and try and find a big the biggest um, capacity Test ground. It's not going to be Bay Oval, is it? Let's be honest. Well, they're all the same size. If you're going to go to a cricket venue. Well, those. Oh, oh sorry, in New Zealand, I'm talking about. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in saying yeah, that, I mean now. Lords is thirty thousand, is it now? What's the capacity of Lords? Thirty, is it? I think. I'll just yeah. Well, if you want the biggest crowd, uh, ground with capacity, then you're going to play it at Eden Park, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not not one of those little boutique places. Yep. Yeah, Lords is 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 thirty k. So um, mm. yeah, not the, not the it's not an SCG or an MCG by any standard. No, nah. or Eden Park even. Yeah. Or yeah. Even. <laughs> day nighter, day nighter, pink ball. Day nighter. England love day nighters at Eden Park. Yeah, yeah they're really good at those. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So moving yeah. on. So, yeah, so Test Championship. We'll we'll, we'll see how see. Yeah, which games managed to go ahead? Um, but so yeah, uh, look, it looks like yeah, in, um, Sri Lanka in all sorts of trouble against England. Uh, you'd expect them to wrap that one up. But um, as Ashwin says, it's uh, it does look like it's a bit of a spin bowling minefield uh, there. Maybe we'll even have spin bowlers opening the bowling. Um, yeah, talking, you can see that happening. You do. So I'm talking about actually just before we move on to and um, the. Um, Super Smash. Uh, there's been a, been a bit of one-day international interaction. Um, Afghanistan have beaten Ireland twice um, in the UAE. Um, with uh, um, for 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 that one, um, and also the uh, Bangladesh 
versus West Indies. Actually, one of the games is live now uh, in the uh, third one-day international there. Bangladesh won the first two, I think. Um, and they're, they're 100, 120 for two of 26 overs um, in that one. So going, going fine. Gotta love the ground. Gotta love the ground name, Chattagram. Chattagram. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chatter happens on the field there. Dear me. Um, so that's just to bring you up to date with what's uh, going on in the one-day international scene. Um, obviously, the T20 World Cup and uh, the Test Championship, really, uh, those two formats are, have been taking precedence um, this year. So, um, super... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Paul Simon's right, yes. Paul Sterling is the only decent batsman for Ireland right now, and he is uh, has been putting up some decent totals there. Um, unfortunately, he's just not getting no support from the rest of the team. Um, so, yeah, so one, um, yeah, Super Smash then, guys. Now, I've been to a few Super Smash games recently, um, up mainly, uh, well, so far up at uh, Eden Park, um, Outer Oval there. Uh, and something that I've seen that's been different uh, at the professional level than I've seen at Club, at Club T20, or that I noticed there, was um, how, quick, how quickly they rotate the bowlers. Um, and so I, I think it would be good to get one of the uh, the, um, the bowling guys on, but um, they don't seem to just get one over and then um, and then taken off and replaced, and they get another over taken off and replaced. A lot of bowlers will not get two, two overs back-to-back in these um, Super Smash games, but at the club level, you do see that, don't you, Aaron? So, yeah, I think basically from the um, from what you've described, that's it, that's mainly a tactic that seems to be used by the um, the ladies this year, isn't it? and especially the Northern Spirits, they they seem to favour that. And the two games I've seen that where they've um, yeah having one sort of the bowlers come in, bowling over, the next one comes in, bowling over, and they just kept rotating it, which I think in, was that one of the interviews that you did with one of the um, Northern Spirit ladies, they did say that was a tactic that they had thought of and were using. Is that right, yeah, Paul? Yeah, yeah, so, so the batsman doesn't settle down against the bowler. But, again, but then again, I saw it again this weekend um, when the... Um, uh, when Auckland were taking on, I'm trying to remember who they played this weekend, both in the men's and the ladies, when Auckland actually got their first win in the men's competition. Um, oh, uh, Central again, Districts, I think. Central Districts, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. But both in the men's and the ladies there, both games, they were rotating the bowlers a lot. Um, and, and the bowlers just didn't get much of a chance to, well, didn't get any chance to settle down. But the yeah. idea was that the batsman didn't get to settle down against the bowler either. Uh, it's just an interesting one there. Um, probably, probably a good tactic. Probably a good tactic for the Auckland Aces, considering uh, how they've been sort of bowling. I guess <laughs> seems to work for them, isn't it? Well, to my interview afterwards um, with the um, spinner, I've gone blank. So his name now, Louis. Uh, Louis Delport. Yep, uh, who actually had his best ever twenty, uh, his best twenty T uh, twenty um, figures. Uh, he, he, made, he makes a little comment. Of, uh, yeah, it was nice to the bowlers to, it was nice to the batsmen to give us a totals to bowl at. Which I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, oh, there's a bit of dig there. Yeah, nice little dig. <laughs> nice little dig. Lovely, lovely. Good to see. Good to see. So I, thought, I thought I better not actually. I thought I better not follow that one up too closely because yeah, but uh, but yeah, but a little dig there against the batsmen. I thought well, so. They they were. I talking about their bowling. 
uh, yeah, their bats batting wasn't so. So yeah, so hopefully we'll try and um, I'm going I'm to try and get in touch with Auckland Cricket and see if we can get interview with one of the bowlers and see how they find it um, switching between the red ball where they get where they well they'll get sort of proper spells of bowling and the white ball where essentially it's in and out, no time to warm up, get it right first time, otherwise you're off, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I mean, yeah, and Louis was right. Um, I think um, I'm. Just a um, little bit of an issue for not only Auckland, but maybe the um, Black Hats as well as a um, certain named Guptal. Um, while he scored 29 and took a spectacular catch. Yeah, catch out in the outfield. Um, <laughs> he really hasn't put together an innings of substance um, besides um, in that club match uh, against uh, QMU. <laughs> you know, besides that, where he was pretty plum, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, won't pick on us. Um, <laughs> even though look. he should have been out a lot earlier, LBW, but we won't go there, yeah, we won't go there. It's just uh, I don't want to hear about this one again. Um, look. <laughs> um but all the did get an innings of substance, obviously. Um, from returning Black Cat Mark Chapman, who scored as um, 73 off just 34 balls. Um, so, you know, going at a strike rate of over 200 there. And then Captain um, Robbie O'Donnell got in a bit of an innings. Um, but again, you know, besides those two guys, and as I said, um, Martin Guptill and uh, Sean Solly are putting in a sort of 20s, and the rest of them didn't really got many runs up on the board as well. They did they did get a good total of 199 in that game. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Solia, what we, whilst you're talking about Solia, I mean, Solia there, I mean, he, um, um, whilst he didn't uh, score many, he scored quick, right? Yeah. So, again, um, uh, when uh, he was batting, uh, he, he only took 13 balls to hit that 21. Um, yeah. So, he really got the pace going at that point. Again, Martin got to 29 off only 31 balls. Now, considering he was hitting the ball, and he was hitting the ball quite a bit, but he was finding lots of fielders. Um, so he wasn't finding any gaps. Um, the only time he sort of found gaps when he hit sixes. He, got, he made two two boundaries, both of them were six. Um, sixes. So, uh, yeah, he just couldn't, he just kept hitting it to the fielder, which is, which um, which obviously is, is going to frustrate him. And then he's going to make, then he's going to try something extra and he's going to get himself out, which is what happened, I think. Classic cliche, isn't it? It's the, it's the classic cliche. Is, is like when when you're, di- you're, you're you're down on form, or when the, when you're not going getting the bounce of the ball. It's just like yeah. your good shots go to the straight to the fielders. Fielder, yep, yep. That's mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but interesting to see how many he actually hit. I think he hit quite a lot of those balls, but just yeah, and hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I can't say what I wanted to say on here, but he has hit the gap a couple of times. Um, but um, and then and then the bowling. Um, and as, I mean, as, as I said to um, to Delport uh, for his second second one that where Guptill took that catch, that was either a six or an out. Um, and so yeah, it really it's there are some fine margins in these games when it's just twenty overs and people are going for it. And you did pick up the fact that he juggled it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pick it the first time. You don't know that he's actually juggled it. Wow. Um, but. Uh, so yeah, so um, uh, so Auckland, I mean, they 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 got one ninety nine. There's only been four totals over two hundred this um, this season. 
Um, unfortunately for Auckland, two of them have been against them. Just because they scored not 199 didn't mean that they would be comfortable. And then Northern Districts have scored three of those four um, double centuries, inclu um, including Central. one 200s. Sorry, North, um, Central Districts. Yep. Yes, um, Central, yeah. Including against Auckland early Auckland. So, uh, yeah, that 199, whilst it was a very good score, didn't tie the game, didn't, didn't mean you, you went into the second innings thinking, okay, it's a game, not that it's all over, which was good, to, which, which is good. You don't want games to be over too early. <clears throat> yeah. So I think, and there was um, obviously a couple of games, there was another game yesterday and then a um, game today and was it yesterday? Um, Wellington Stags last yesterday. And Otago played and Otago. carried on their winning way, um, putting, putting Otago away. So at one point it looked like it, they might have struggled um, to get there with um, ex Black Cat or Mitch McLennigan, um, who plays for Otago now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he's a useless. Um, picking up three quick wickets um, at the top of that um, Firebirds uh, batting order. And, you know, the players he got out were the all the inform guys. Um, you know, he picked up Finn Allen. Devin Conway and Tom Blundell, you know, two black caps and a guy on the rise who's been smashing bowlers to all parts. From Auckland. From Auckland. <laughs> From Auckland, yeah. So, we won't that. <laughs> so the Aucklander got the Aucklander out early. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I mean, just, just on the on the Firebirds, really, I mean, if, if, we, if we look at that side, I mean, Devin Conway aside, it's just like there's players that are actually stepping up. Um, yeah. You know, Finn Allen, again, um, import that's come along and didn't get the chances, so he's gone looking for it, and he's got a chance in Wellington, and he's he's delivering now. Um, Rachin Ravindra, um, again, another one with the ball as well, not just with the bat. So guys that are stepping up, so it's not just like, say, let's take um, a Northern, if they'd had all their black caps, who were just a star team. These are guys that are actually um, – there's obviously a good cohesive unit. There's a good um, morale in the squad and that. And and they're getting success, breeding success, and and uh, the, the momentum carrying them. I mean, look, look at today's game against um, uh, the Canterbury Kings, and it's like Canterbury were travelling along at 12 runs and over um, while um, Ken McClure and um, – uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I think McConchie, Cole, Cole McConchie was in – Starting uh, no, the batting no, 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 no. Courtney Bowes. Courtney Bowes. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowes, yeah, yeah Chad Bowes. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, Chad and, and Bowes, it's like they were rolling along. And then, so I, I unfortunately um, went, I had to go out, but come back in, and this is like for a bit from about eighty off about um, six overs, um, they were all out. They they only managed to get about one hundred and fifty four for a, so. That Wellington team is actually a very good cohesive unit, and it's going to take a strong team to beat them. I think, realistically speaking, I mean, obviously anything can happen on any given day, on any given Monday, but um, um, it's it's a case of, you know, your Northern, if they can make it through the top three, would be a challenger, but Wellington really are looking like they'll do the double and um, back up last season's T20 title. Wobbly, 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 wobbly. Doubly <laughs> wobbly for them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's young guys coming. Um, 
while Jimmy Nation's out injured and the Wellington team uh, is it Brad Ben Sears or Brad Sears, he's just a young guy, fast bowler, and you know, he took a bunch of wickets in his debut game at, um, against Otago, and then today against um, the Kings as well, he's you know, come in and picked up a lot of the um, that top top uh, bats. Batsmen. And, and, and then here's a, here's a spin bowler that doesn't get mentioned at all, who's basically tying most batsmen up on knots, or at least keeping them uh, the runs down, and therefore picking up with a young husband. Is basically you, you go look at his figures for the, the all the matches, you know, his tallies, and he's doing phenomenally well. It's just like he's keeping the runs down, and and I think as batsmen try to then um, try be inventive or to, to 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 hit him around, they end up losing the wicket to him as well. Yeah. Not names that were sort of like um, seen coming Familiar up through with. the under nineteens or anything. I mean, yeah. obviously, Rich and Ravindra, we do, but um, yeah. not with someone yeah. like Young Husband. Yeah, yeah, I think he's been around like Young Husband. <laughs> he's not a very young husband. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we go down these these, these poor, really bad jokes, um, yeah. we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> so yeah, so Young Husband is thirty, as you say. So pro probably not someone you think yeah who who's going to get talked about for international purposes because yeah, cause he is cut, he is. Yeah, a bit old to be breaking into. Oh, oh. he's being ageist. Oh, oh me, man, me. we're offended. He's being ageist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come on. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Thirty. Yeah, he's, he's a spinner. Spinners don't mature. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a lot older. How old was John Embry when he retired? <laughs> That's like a century ago. The game <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A century, a century ago. No, no, he was a century old yeah. <laughs> about two years ago. <laughs> um, the uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was barely in my lifetime, though. Um, the, <laughs> um so look, talk, uh, but I one of the things I saw on Twitter, um, was that uh, apparently, um, Ravindra um, has uh, injured himself, um, in this one, which is why we didn't see him. Um, bats in the second innings, I think. So yeah, so hopefully he's, yeah, he's uh, hopefully he's okay. Some sort of, I think it was a shoulder injury from from what it looked like. I'm not sure if it was a dislocation or what. While it was out in the field trying to stop the ball, so yeah. Um, hopefully it's not serious um, for his sake, obviously, because it's great to see this young young talented guy bat and bowling out there. So yeah, hopefully it's not a major. Yeah, just on him, I, the, the thing that I like is the fact is that, you know, um, he is a batter. That's his main role in the team. But his bowling is a, a, of a top-class nature, is of top-class level. So to have that ability coming through gives you a stronger uh, a team. You know, if he wakes it through the black caps, I think he will at some stage. It, it makes it stronger because it gives it at black caps. You've got a batsman coming in that gives you a bowling option as well. Yep. Yep, and I think was it we mentioned I don't know was it a few weeks ago when Taron was maybe an outside chance for one of those future tour um, that the Black Cats are doing you know in the T20 stuff when they're playing Bangladesh or Sri Lanka maybe or Australia yeah, yeah maybe Australia the, you know, those, <laughs> they're not that good um, an outside chance to maybe get into the squad maybe not you know play but you know what's that other sporting code that winter one that takes away young promising players um to learn about how to fit into the team and that um 
Sometimes in rugby, yeah, you, you'll have an, a, an apprentice player taken away with the international side during the November windows. That's um, that's the one. Yeah, Iceman. <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> um, but sticking, sticking with the cricket, though, um, oh. we've also been the, the, the women's um, game on today. Uh, look, Sophie Devine's been absolutely smashing it to all, all, all parts of the park um, recently. Uh, not today, though. 13 off 15 balls um, with this one. A very important uh, wicket there. Yes, Austrian? Got her out. Oh, that's her out. I thought you were going to was yeah. going up. Come on, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kurt also another player who's been doing really well for the Wellington Blaze didn't uh, uh, um, didn't, didn't fire this time. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Wellington Blaze all out for 132, um, a relatively low total for them. For them, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Shrattaway coming in, uh, getting two wickets in her one over and a run out and a catch. Uh, then last 71 off 50 balls. Um, Shut off. Uh, with uh, just <laughs> over and over just there. You wouldn't be saying that if she was a man. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> Just uh, reading. Yeah. So, yeah, she clearly player of the game. Uh, yeah, so for her in that one. Um, Cox took around with the start. Uh, yeah, forty-eight or forty-nine balls, decent innings as well. So, well done um, to that. As uh, the only wicket they lost was a run out. Um, so yeah, so Wellington Blaze bowlers really uh, had a tough time of it today. Um, let's be uh, let's be honest. I suppose what that shows is, um, it's you know, it's not easy, but you know, you, if you can put get everything lined up and get your ducks in a row, you got a, you, You've got a chance against the Wellington, a phenomenal Wellington um, woman's side. No, absolutely, yeah. and just sort of, um, they, they are a very good, very good side, and they do remain. Hang on, bring, bringing up the uh, refreshing the table, but they do remain top of the table. Raro, um, two points ahead of uh, Canterbury Magicians. Uh, so Canterbury is also closing that gap there. Um, Canterbury is only two points behind because that abandoned game against the um, Auckland Hearts. Um, so, hang on, um, hang on, back the truck up here. They could have lost it... it. No, 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 no. Canterbury, Canterbury Magicians. Is that the, there's a woman's team called the Magicians? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, and the men's team are called the Kings. Like you yeah, mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Auckland Hearts um, currently. Uh, um, Four places back, but they've got a game in hand, so they could catch up with the uh, Canterbury Magicians if they win their next game, which I think is on Friday um, against uh, the Northern Spirit uh, in Hamilton, which I'll be at um, for that one. So those top three having a bit of a gap down to the Northern Spirit in fourth, Hines and then uh, Otago Sparks um, at the bottom. Um, but as you say, Austin, yeah, those those top three teams, uh, and any of them can beat each other on their day. Uh, if you, but you have to get it right. Um, oh, against Wellington, you have to get everything right. You probably have to get a little bit of the bounce of the ball as well. But um, no, you have to basically be, you know, we, 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 bowlers is probably the easiest one to talk in this regard. Is the fact is that no freebies, right? You have to make the batsmen earn their runs. Y you, you see it in the women's game a lot. Is it? Is there's too many four balls? Um, which you know, um, you, that's I suppose that's what you've seen in the men's game where it stepped up in the last sort of five, ten years, is that the bowling's got a lot tighter and you don't have that easy freebie ball in the over that you could just wait for and hit. You do see that in the, see that in the women's game where there's too many uh, balls. So if you tighten that up, 
you give yourself a chance. If you don't, then your likes of the Sophie Devines and Amelia Kerr's coming later on down the order are, are going to take advantage of those easy hits, easy balls yep. to hit away. Yeah, yeah. You just got to hope that Sophie Devine has a bad day and you get her out cheaply, don't you? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, again, I think it's like give yourself a chance by bowling some bowling some decent nuts. At, yeah. you, know, you know, if you're bowling um, down leg side, if you're bowling out wide, you're just giving her free hits. And once she's got a few away, she's, you, you probably no hope of getting her out. Yep. 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 The um, Moving on then to the men's table, uh, Wellington Fibers topped that table uh, with their first loss. Uh, no, they won today, didn't they? What am I talking about? Um, yeah. Just lost both far on 28 points. Um, Central Stags uh, and the uh, Canterbury Kings both on five wins, so on 20 points, uh, eight points behind. You've got to say that uh, the chance of catching Wellington Firebirds is pretty slim. Um, and it looks like the Stags and the Kings will be in that uh, elimination final because there's an eight-point gap then back to Northern Knights. Mm. Um, and uh, then another gap to the, the Vaults and the Aces with their first win of the uh, season. Um, last weekend, so at least they're not going to finish with the donuts. Um, yeah, yeah, the down trail. Down trail. <laughs> 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 the run across the field, <laughs> and and there's no green wooden fence around Eden Park out or oval anymore. It's a see-through fence. You can see it all. Who actually? Who are the? Um, just think. Do we know who the Kings have actually got left to play? Oh, uh, just a minute. Uh, there was the... So where are we? Wait, the, we talking the Kings? Yeah, let's see. The Kings have got... Let's see. Here so we go. Come on. So the Kings yeah, the, the Vaults on, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Stags the following Friday. Um, and that's it. That's it, okay, yeah. and then so the Stags have got obviously the Canterbury, the uh, the Kings, and who's their second game against? Wellington Firebirds. So there is the possibility if um, Northern can pick up two wins, and the Stags feasibly could get two losses, um, that you you could have that third position and fourth position tied on points. So yeah, so and, like... and, and if, yeah, if, the... um, then it becomes an interesting one. Do the Northern Knights have their black caps at their disposal if they're in the final? And I think the answer might be yes. Yep, of course you do. No, no, well, you know, I mean, before the series, before the Aussie series starts, right? So um, that means that they'll be available. And then, then it's like makes it really interesting. Yep, the black caps versus. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fine <laughs> No, I think I think you could probably say magicians will win at least one of their two games. I think it's the high um the stags that are uh, sorry the kings the kings will win one of their two games. It's not both, and um, it's the stags that uh, basically had you know have got two hard games to finish off their uh, round robin series Whereas and uh, leave the door open for the spirit, uh, for the knights. Yeah, because the knights got um, and then um, the Otago. Um, yeah, the, the Knights. So Sorry, the Knights, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm wait. I'm. I'm. I'm looking for um, the aces to be spoilers in this, and um, <laughs> yeah, we've got the last game where against the Firebirds. And I'm, I'm predicting a win for the um, aces on that one. 
Oh, well, the, the, the Firebirds will be resting their top line, so, you know, we'll have a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Aces will be in form on that game, you know. Yeah, because the season's the over. Game. So let's put out our best performance and put 240 on the board in 20 overs. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Guppy to be on form on that game. Yeah, it's 100 off 30 balls. Woohoo! Yeah. Just in time for the, uh, um, the Australian... Uh... For the Australians. Yeah, yeah, just waiting for the Aussies, just waiting for them, you know. Cool. So I, I guess if um if people have got uh, a bit of free time on Friday <coughs> this week, they should head on down to oh where where is the Northern Knights playing the Aces? Is that in Hamilton or? Yeah, that's at Hamilton on Southern Park. So I'll be there for that one on Friday, <coughs> and I'll be up in Auckland on Monday. Um, for the uh, um, Auckland Aces versus the Otago Volts and the Auckland Hearts versus the Otago Sparks um, as well. So four games of um, the T20 for me this uh, weekend. Uh, I just realised that's going to cause a problem potentially for uh, swinging from the hip next Monday night. Um, Was that it, Ted? Well, if you're still away, because it's a long weekend, yep. and I'm going to drive back from Auckland because from watching the Auckland Hearts, who's going to kick the show off? You need to you need to be in your car with the phone while you're driving <laughs> along and, and driving with your knees yeah. <laughs> on your phone. Yeah, and texting. And texting at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll try and figure out the logistics of uh, the show for next uh, Monday evening. So do join us at eight PM for that. Uh, Nocturnal Rights does make the point here that Firebirds lower order do need some batting practice. Uh, they, yes. <laughs> I think they got some yesterday. They got some yesterday against um, the Vaults, didn't they? Because the um, um, that, that that great that uh, great Dunedinite um, Mitch McLennigan knocked off the top order for uh, for the Firebirds. Yeah, Firebirds only ended up losing six wickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was quite interesting actually. I think I was watching that game and you um, only think you were Hamish, watching it. Yeah, Hamish <laughs> Bennett was up in the uh, commentary box there, and um, was Grant Elliott and the, obviously. Obviously, a firebird, and I've forgotten who the other. Oh, it might have been Craig Cumming, I think. Cumming? Yeah. Um, and they're in this talking to Hamish Bennett, and Hamish Bennett was like, Yeah, I don't even bring my pads to the games anymore. I've got a, I've got two bats in the kit, but I don't even bring my, my pads in that. I just borrow them if I, because I never, I don't even use them yet this season. <laughs> so I gave up. That's a that's a fantastic burn on every other team in the competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it does bat at eleven, um, but even so, yeah. even that's, so, that's not the point. That's not the point. Good burn. Um, well, perhaps we should take just bat at eleven. <laughs> he sits, yeah. sits in the at eleven. The funny thing would be is that in one of the games, if he had to come in and bat for the last ball of the innings, he was a non-striker. He still doesn't need his gear. Legally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you have to wear pads? Do you? Oh, um, not sure. Not sure. Um, it's it's a bit like that link I sent you earlier in the day, Paul. Were they wearing pads? <laughs> <laughs> Were they wearing a box, even? <laughs> uh, I will, we'll, uh, we'll move on quickly from that one. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, 
folks. Uh, do join us at 7 a.m. every single morning for the morning sports briefing. I'll keep you up to speed with all of the results in the Super Smash and all the international cricket as well. We'll be back again at 8 p.m. on Monday. We'll figure out how to do that, even if I'm around Aaron's house um, on, after the uh, after the uh, uh, the, uh, the Super Smash and then driving home later. Um, but either way, we'll 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 sort something out for um, for next Monday. But uh, um, any final thoughts or any, um, uh, club cricket? Is, is that uh, is there any club in Auckland that you can get down to? Yeah, club cricket's obviously happening each weekend. I'm not going to talk too much about that. Um, <laughs> but what I will mention is that um, I wasn't there, so I can't. That, that, that's the main reason. I wasn't at the game, so I could. Um, saying, I, I, I had a more important event to attend to. Is it double? Is it double headers again this weekend? No, no, they just uh, Saturdays only at the moment. Now, um, I, I'll have yeah, I'll have, I'll have try and catch up with um, when the T Twenty semis and finals are. Um, I think it's the finals is only now. I think it's the finalists have been found for the T Twenty competition. Is, is it the right? Honda Premiership? Yeah, I, the Honda Premiership isn't, it? or is that? Yeah, is it? I, I think gonna, um, you you want to look that up, and while you. Um, you're looking that up. I just wanted to mention that um, starting on February the 7th, the Sunday the 7th, February, is going to be a major T20 tournament um, being played, the Indo-Kiwi T20 tournament, which is running for its 13th season. Um, we'll see if Paul can get down and give us some coverage on that. But we've got 16 teams playing in there for a prize money for the winner of $2,000 um so it's great great competition it's worthwhile if you're in the area the round robin games will be at eastdale and riversdale park there in avondale on the sundays get down there and catch some of the action um we've got some very good sponsors down there as well so you know come and see them um i, I hear jim's assistant tag might be around there as well <laughs> hey um and make friends with one of the teams when if you come down there make friends with the teams because they usually have a good feed on too don't they generally yeah yeah there is um and if you stick around till the end of the day you might even end up with a beer or two um they'll um yeah you shout you and partake in but also just say hi to any of the um the organizing committee during the day and you might end up with a beer in your hand as well there we go. Uh, so it looks like the final, pardon me, is on Sunday, the 31st of uh, January. Um, Howick, Pakaranga versus East Coast Bays is the final. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. That sounds oh, about right. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 30. So is that, uh, da -da -da -da. is that Monday? Sunday, the 31st of January. Like oh, I'm sorry, Sunday. Before. Sorry. I didn't get, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> The years are going, you know, it's old age. What did you say, Sonny? Oh, so that's this Sunday? Yep, this weekend. Starts. Get up for that. Pardon? No, the final is this weekend. The, the, uh, two, ah. the C20. That, oh, sorry, yep, my bad. That'll be a, is that on the outer, Eden Park outer oval? It usually is. No, Lloyd Ellismore Park. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh yeah, because you've got the aces, isn't it? Um, but that's on Monday. On Monday. Yeah, yeah. So they don't want the pitch 
the ground destroyed by those club, manky club players. The precious ground, the hallowed turf. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, not so any 50 over cricket this summer. Um, obviously, there is there, there is provincial club, there is provincial fifty over and um, club fifty over cricket. But is there any international one day? Anyone in one day internationals? I don't think there are this summer. Uh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh, yeah, I think so. If you go, fortunately, I can't bring up the. Well, I have to go to the New Zealand cricket page, NZC. Yeah, it'll be Bangladesh because the Aussies are only playing C twenty. C twenties, yeah. Yeah, and then I think the Bangladeshis did. Yeah, I, they're not playing tests, but there will be T20s and one day, as I, I think. No, hang on. No? So, yeah, just having a quick... Um, so, yeah, obviously we've got the... Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there are there are three one-day internationals against Bangladesh on the um, 13th, 17th and 20th of March. So, yes, no, there, there, are, there, there will be three... Um, of them, the second one being a uh, day night. Yeah. One Effectively, we've got a, um, a a plethora of T20 because of the World T20 World Cup coming up. Yeah. Hopefully next. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, well, hang on. And the, the test series is going ahead. Yeah, that's true. So in the bubble, the T20 in, in the bubble. T20 yeah. in a bubble. Yeah, in COVID-free India. They're going to call it the John. They're going to call it the John Travolta series. Yeah. The Greg. Anyway, thank you um, very much for joining me. And um, I say, join us next week at eight pm for the uh, swing of the nip, and the uh, join me at uh, seven am every single morning for the morning sports briefing. You never know; I might even be able to get Arshin back to do the uh, cricket segment of the uh, morning sports briefing. <laughs> one day. One yeah. day. I was always tomorrow. thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow then. Um, but uh, <laughs> have a great week, everybody, and uh, see you next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 